the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, good morning, everybody. How are you this morning? I'm glad you're happy, healthy, and wise. And if you have a car problem, now's the time to give us a call. We're going to be here for two hours talking about car, car repair, and you're welcome to join us, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. I want to remind you that when it comes to car repair, there's a whole bunch of different ways that car repair can be done. And I'll give you analogies that make it, perhaps I'll do my best to give you analogies that make it help you compare it. But if you had a small water leak and you had a some mold on the backside of your drywall, and let's say the mold was 12 inches wide and 12 inches tall, you could have somebody just go in there and do that small piece of mold, or you could have somebody cut out a four-foot-by-four-foot chunk of drywall. You could have somebody replace the wood that the drywall attaches to, and you could clean that entire area. You could just do the small area, and car repair is no different than that. Car repair is, and, and what's important about car repair when we talk about quality and and and, and, the, and the length um, our repair is going to work is the discussion between us and the customer. That's really important. I'll give you a good example. And when it comes to transmissions, quality transmission says that transmission overhauls are not the same. First of all, uh, only about two out of ten people that come to quality transmission actually need an overhaul because many of you have problems that can be fixed much cheaper and for a whole lot less money than an overhaul because it's an a sensor that's gone bad and the computer's lost sight of the drive shaft spinning or there's just so many different things but even if you have an overhaul a shop can go in and just replace the part that's broken out of the 800 to 2000 parts that are in the transmission and then put you back on the road give you a six-month warranty and uh, and hope like heck that the rest of your old transmission will carry you to six months or even a year most of the good guys in the transmission business are going to be a little bit more expensive, but they're going to replace all the wear parts, so all the clutches, the gaskets, the seals, anything that wears. Now, you've got some steel gears in there, and as long as they're not making noise and they're not shedding metal, then you can leave those in there. But we have lots of other rubber and clutch material parts and parts that move back and forth, and those are the ones that have wear on them, and those are the ones that typically are replaced. So quality transmission is going to give you honest answers about your transmission problems and repairs. You can call Bob or Steve at Quality Transmission, at and they're at McClintock and Elliott. At, oh, I just looked at the word Elliott. McClintock, north of University. 
in Tempe. So just between the 202 to the north, University to the south, on McClintock, on the east side of the road, is quality transmission. Well, I had a normal week this week when it comes to car repair, and I think I must have answered somewhere just under 200 emails, and some of you I called. And um, I actually did a pretty good job last week, and I'll, and I'll tell you about a couple of them real quick. Uh, the guy writes that uh, I have a fluctuating idle on our Ford Edge Limited. This occurs when I come to a stop at a light, and when my foot's on the brake, the idle surges up and down. It fluctuates. The idle goes from 600 to 400, then back up to 600. And I was listening last week to your show, and a caller had a similar issue. I followed your advice and cleaned the throttle body and the mass airflow sensor. Are there any other DIY solutions I can try? And his name was Mike. So I write down to him, and I said, maybe make sure that the air conditioning is not cycling on and off when you're stopped. So maybe turn the air conditioning off at a stop and see if the fluctuating idle quits. You see, if the air conditioning is going on and off, on and off, because it's low on refrigerant, and it typically the air conditioning does go on and off, on and off at idle, well, that would mean that the idle would move with it. Number two, it could be related to a low Freon charge or a high-pressure switch to cycle in the air conditioning because maybe your fans aren't running or they're running slow or substandard airflow across the radiator. And again, that's air conditioning stuff. And maybe disconnect the battery for five minutes and then take it through a relearn situation, which is simply using your car and driving it for a few days. So that was on the 17th of July. On the 25th, what, what's that, eight days later? Hey, Mark, just getting back to you now about my issue. I took your advice, disconnected the battery, and that solved my problem. Thank you very much. And his name was Mike. So it's important to know that all good repair shops are only as good as the information you feed them. Now, I'm going to tell you about another guy that, that sent me an email and he had a Buick, he had a GM car, and he had some of the weirdest symptoms packaged together of anybody I've heard. But what he did was is he gave me all of them, and there was a couple of them that were really important to me. Let me touch base on symptoms real quick. Nobody cares what your neighbor said. Nobody cares. I don't care, and no other repair shop cares. Nobody cares about what you read on the internet because guys like me don't hang out on the internet uh, it's really important to stick with the symptoms and and what you've tried and failed doesn't really make any difference to me because what you've tried and failed I, I don't put that into my computer I, I don't care the fact that you tried it and failed doesn't mean anything but this guy he said that intermittently the car would just shut off, and then the dash lights would come on, and then he would start the car, and they would go off. He also said to me that sometimes the car will just die in flight, and then the security light will come back on, and then the car will, the security light will come on for three, four, five seconds, and then go off, and then the car will be fine. And I said to him, I think you have an ignition switch problem. Now, folks, the ignition switch is not where you put your key in. That's called an ignition lock. The ignition switch is an electrical device that's underneath the dashboard. 
and it actually turns on everything. So it's it's connected to the ignition lock either electronically or manually with a with a metal rod, but the ignition switch is not something that you put your key in. So I asked him where he lived, and he said he lived over on the west side, so I sent him to Larry Harker's auto. I said, I'm pretty sure Bob can fix it. So he writes back, and he tells me, Bob fixed it. And he said, and you guessed right. <laughs> and I said to him, it has everything to do with what you give us. It has everything to do with what you can see. And you said, number one, that the the ignition switch or the uh, the dashboard would go red and light up like a Christmas tree and then go back off again. And that tells me the engine really did die in flight, that we completely lost the engine. Then when you said that the security system light came on and then it went off, that tells me that the, the entire electrical system went down for just a second, and now it's looking for a key to know that it's okay to run your car down the road. And and the thing that's that's kind of ties all that together is the ignition switch. And he had 130,000 miles on it. And I know GM ignition switches, not the ignition lock, which is under recall, but the ignition switches, uh, they'll get a hot spot in them. And then he tells me you were right about that too, because Bob said that he had a hot spot and a on the old ignition switch. And, and what a hot spot is is it's you've got two wires connected to one another or two connect a connection. And it, it one of the connections is looser than the other, so there's heat generated by the constant arc welding kind of thing going on, and then that connection becomes discolored because of the heat. So Bob fixed the connection, put a new ignition switch in, and he said he drove it for two days and everything was fine. And he was able to duplicate it before that. So I want to tell you, I'm really proud of Bob over at Larry Harker's Auto. He's a really good guy. I'll tell you about one other story real quick. It's 602-508-0960. If you have an attaboy for a shop you want to talk about, you can do that. If you have a car question, you can do that. If you have a, something you want me to comment on, you can do that. But the, I lost my train of thought. Jeremy, do you remember where I was at? <laughs> okay. And, and I'll, I'll remember in just a minute, uh, the, the idea behind my thought process was is it's important to just give us the information and give us the symptoms. That's more important than anything else. Uh, a lot of that other stuff is, is, is not going to. And don't try to fix it. I remember what I was going to tell you. I was going to tell you about the policeman, a friend of mine who's a policeman. Let me tell you about his Toyota, but I'm going to go to Mark first. Mark, good morning to you. How can I help you this morning? Good morning. I'll try to give you the symptoms i hope i've got a okay a, a 1998 uh, lexus gs 400 high mileage something like 220,000 miles still runs uh, real well um on the first start of the day uh starts on the first try real easy don't give it any gas just turn the key bam it starts on the second and all subsequent starts of the same day it, it never starts the first try, whether I give it gas or don't give it gas, uh, the second the second time I try it, again, this is the second or subsequent starts, but then after I've tried it once, it didn't start, I then crank it again, give it a little gas, it starts. Um, I, I know how, I, I do it, make it work, but when my kids drive the car, they for some reason can't figure it out, and they sit out there and crank it like crazy trying to get it to start. Any idea what would cause that? Yeah. 
Yeah, I do. I do. I do. Um, I, I guess the question is, is I don't want you to get in the habit of hitting the gas at all. But and, and on a fuel injection car, it doesn't really make any difference. But I want you to pay particular attention when you get it running on the second or subsequent start. I want you to, to notice which side of the car, the back of the car, is the tailpipe on, passenger, driver. And I want you to look at the rear of your mirror. And when you get it running, I want you to give it a quick rev. And I want to know if there's black smoke coming out of the tailpipe. Okay. Now, there's going to be two reasons. And and, and the technical uh, term that, that you're, you need to use is a hard, hot restart. A hard restart when it's hot. That's the correct terminology. So I want you to try this. When you know it's going to happen, cycle the key to the on position, count to five, turn it off, one, two, then go back on, not crank, but on, one, two, three, four, five, off, one, two. Do that three times. What I'm doing is I'm pressurizing the fuel pump, and I'm I'm pressurizing the fuel system. And then when you hit the key the third time or the fourth time, go into the crank mode and let me know if it starts right then. Okay. If it starts right then, we've primed the fuel system, so we probably have a, when you park it and it's hot, we probably have some kind of an injector leaking or maybe a check valve in the fuel pump that's causing the fuel, fuel pressure to drop. And as you cycle the key to the crank mode, you're actually priming it, but you're but after three seconds of cranking, if it doesn't start, you're just wasting electricity. So I'm having you turn it to the on position, and I know the computer's going to fire the pump from three to five seconds, and then I'm going to have you shut it off and turn it back on, but not crank. And so I'm priming it. So I'm, I'm checking to see if a pressure problem is the problem. If you come back to me and say, bingo, Mark, if I just cycle the key three times and let it sit for three seconds, it starts every time on the fourth time, then I say, okay, well, now we're going to hook a fuel pressure gauge up to it, and what we're going to do is we're going to see if we have a bad fuel pressure regulator, if we have an injector that's leaking into one of the cylinders, which would create the black smoke in the back I ask you to look for, or the check valve in the fuel pump is bad. So that's how the diagnosis process works. You can save yourself a lot of money if you look for that blue smoke, because that will give us a good hint. Thank you very much for calling, Mark. Thank you. The phone numbers are open, 602-508-0960. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Mark Walters, host of Armed American Radio. As freedom-loving Americans, I don't have to remind you that our Second Amendment rights are under withering attack. With the help of the mainstream media, the Obama administration is demonizing you. For the truth about your right to keep and bear arms, make sure to tune in to me, Mark Walters, on Armed American Radio, heard right here every week. Armed American Radio, every Sunday from 10 to midnight, on your home for intelligent talk, 960 The Patriot. Hello. I'm Greg May, the proud owner of Phoenix Body Works. I started in 1982 and still love fixing mangled vehicles. I'm proud that for 32 years, my staff has been able to provide the finest collision repair service in the valley. Industry standards tell us how to fix your car, and we don't fudge that. Leave your worry and stress to us. It's what we do. When you have an accident, remember, the law states that you have the right to choose your collision repair shop. All our estimators and technicians are our car certified, We have all the necessary state-of-the-art equipment to fix your vehicle right. We welcome you to visit Phoenix Body Works anytime, even if you just need a bottle of water, a cup of coffee, a snack, or to use our Wi-Fi. Phoenix Body Works offers free shuttle service, or if you need a rental car, don't sweat it. Enterprise is right next door. At phxbodyworks.com, I will explain the entire collision repair process to you 
in two minutes. My name is Greg May, and I wrote this message. Have you heard? Arizona Blue Stake is now Arizona 811. If you're digging for any reason, call 811 first to have underground utilities marked. Protect yourself and the utilities we all rely on every day. Know what's below. Call 811 before you dig or visit Arizona811.com. Sponsored by Arizona 811 in partnership with the Arizona Broadcasters Association and this station. Hey, there he is. How's it going? I'm having a stroke. Are you going to shake my hand or what? I'm having a stroke. Wow, you're not even moving your arm. I'm having a stroke. Are you okay? I'm having a stroke. Your face looks weird, too. I'm having a stroke. Are you having a seizure or something? I'm having a stroke. When someone is having a stroke, they may not be able to say it with words, but their body language will tell you loud and clear. I'm having a stroke. You just need to know the sudden signs. Look for FAST, F-A-S-T, F, face drooping, A, arm weakness, or S, speech difficulty, then T, time. Time to call 911 immediately because the sooner they get to the hospital, the sooner they'll get treatment. And that can make a remarkable difference in their recovery. Know the sudden signs. Face, arm, speech, time. Spot a stroke fast. Visit strokeassociation.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. Nurse, I need you to apply pressure to the head wound until I can get to it. I'm concerned she's lost too much blood. Oh, no. You in the corner, who are you? You're not supposed to be here. She's my girlfriend, doctor. You need to wait out in the waiting room. Please, doctor, I want to stay with her. Look, she's been badly injured. So if you want to do what's best for her, you need to let us do our work. Please, doctor, she has to be okay. I didn't need to do this. I love her. Wait a second. You were the driver? Yes, but I didn't mean to. I swear, we, we went to dinner. I, I was just buzzed. I only had a few drinks. Just buzzed? Why didn't you tell us that? In that case, your girlfriend is fine. Hey, sweetie. I feel great. You want to get out of here? I can't believe this. Really, doctor? She's really okay? What, are you kidding? No, not really. Nurse, get me a suture kit. Stack. Buzzed driving. Maybe we should stop acting like it's no big deal. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Transportation, the Ad Council, and this station. Welcome back, everybody. My name is Mark Salem. It's 22 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock, and we're talking about car car repair. I'll tell you the cop story and the alternated regulator story in just a minute, but Rich has been on the line, and so we're going to take him. But let me real quick talk tell you about Action Auto Repair. I'll tell you what's kind of special about Action Auto Repair. He's up at I-17 in Deer Valley the northwest side of the I-17 in the Deer Valley, is Tom was really respected by his peers in that area. There isn't anybody that owns an auto repair shop around Action that doesn't like Tom, and he doesn't like them. I mean, he likes them as well is what I mean to say. He's just one of those guys that everybody gets along with, and uh, Tom doesn't step on other people's shoulders to make himself look better. He doesn't badmouth other shops, and, of course, the shops around him, they like that, and they do the same for him. So Tom is really, really a full-service, family-owned auto repair shop. He's been up in Deer Valley since 1983. No matter what you need, Tom and his staff are well-known for quality workmanship, excellent customer service, and a good fast turnaround time. They have ASE Master Certified Technicians. They have a BMW technician as well, and they want to help you understand what they're doing and why. And that way you can make the informed decisions that you need to make. Our Action Auto Repair, again, is at I-17 in Deer Valley, northwest corner. 
Rich, good morning to you. How can I help you this morning? Good morning, Mark. Uh, I have a question regarding a 2013 Hyundai Sonata. Um, okay. After about about a year and maybe 14,000 miles of driving, I noticed this was like last uh, winter, so it was a little cooler. I noticed that when I was turning right over bumpy uh, you know, bumps, it would have a the left front wheel seemed to have a kind of a rattling, squeaking sound. Uh, after it did that several times, I took it to the dealer. They couldn't. They looked. They they couldn't find anything. So fine. I said, well, let's keep track of it. After several weeks, it kept doing it again, only turning right, only over bumps, and seemed like when it was cooler. Took it in again. They couldn't reproduce the sound, and they said, well, no, we don't see anything. So the third time, they figured, well, maybe let's leave it overnight. This is still like when it was cooler last winter. Leave it overnight so it's cooler in the morning. They apparently drove it. They said they heard it, and they ended up replacing the strut. Um, And since that time... It was still kind of doing it somewhat, and then when it got warmer, it seemed like it wasn't doing it. But now in the last few weeks, still being warm, it seems like when I turn right over bumps, it has that scraping kind of rattling sound in the left front wheel. And before I take it back again to them, I'm saying, like, come on, guys, something must be wrong there. And I was hoping for some clues. Well, I I wouldn't have done it that way, but then again, (laughs) you didn't ask me. Um, The... The idea is is that we need it to get worse until it's easier to find, and right. we need you to teach us how to duplicate it. And even if that's meaning that you show up the next morning and take us for a ride. Um, I I know guys, and, and certainly my shop's one of them, that we'll take the hood off that Sonata, and we'll perch a couple of technicians up there with uh, sitting on the fenders. And what I want them to do is hold their hand on the upper strut mount, and and then, then I'm going to go over bumps as I turn right, like you say. And, of course, when you're turning right, you're loading the left front. Uh-huh. And because the right front lifts up and the left front kind of is heavy because the car leans on the left front. So we're going to – and then maybe we, we just disassemble the upper strut mount. Now, the upper strut mount is the big rubber thing that the strut hangs from. But it also has to swivel because it has the strut has to swivel as you turn left or right. So there's kind of a flat swivel device that's embedded in the upper strut mount. And I probably would have taken some silicone and sprayed it up in there and said to you, has it happened every day this week? Yes, it has. I'm going to spray that joint with some silicone, and I want to know if it, if, if it doesn't happen. And then you come back and say, nope, still happens. Or you say, it hasn't happened since you did that. Then I'm going to say to you, we can change the upper strut mount, but if that's all you got is a little bit of noise in the cold weather, then... I would say, forget it. <laughs> no. And it used to be cold, but now even with it, when it's hot, it's doing it. And it's annoying. Okay. It's, I mean, it's, up to, know. it's up to you. It's it's not up to me. It's up to you. I, I'm saying to you, the upper strut mount is going to clunk really bad when it's bad. Okay. So you've got one that might might be dry. So, you know, squirt some silicone, some white lithium grease in there, some WD-40, whatever. The bottom line is is that nobody's ever died that I know of from a bad strut mount. Yeah. And the worst that's going to happen is you're going to have a big clunk, and then you're going to have abnormal tire wear on the left front. And those two guys together take up over a year. So it's not like you're going to be able to ignore that son of a gun. Okay. So I, I, I think what what really needs to happen is, 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 it, is there any way that someone can walk or run along the side of your car with uh, their hand on the upper strut mount with the hood halfway open while you, you make this happen? If if the mechanics at Hyundai are willing to do it, I'm willing to do it. 
Okay, or or you could you could I don't know if you have a teenage kid in the neighborhood or if you've got a son that age or or if if your wife can uh, can you know what you do is, is if you're going to go up and down go to the middle of your street turn the steering wheel all the way to the right and and as you make circles in the middle of your street go over the curb on the other side then go over the curb on your side then go over the curb on the other side. Bottom line is is somebody has to diagnose it without guessing. Obviously they just guessed. Yeah. The only thing that moves when you make a right turn is the upper strut mount and the lower ball joint. Those yeah. are the only two things. And oh, and they the, le- the strut, would they have replaced the upper strut mount too? Or no. Ah, uh, you didn't say that. They replaced that. the strut. Okay, but the upper strut mount is a separate component. So they may not have replaced that or looked at it. They may not. Who paid for that repair? It, it's under warranty. It's a ten-year okay. warranty, so basically, it's all under warranty still. Okay. Well, you're not going to be able to tell them what to replace. I think what you say is is this. You didn't affect the noise in the least bit. Okay. Is that true? Is uh, that yeah. true? Yeah, when it happens, okay. it's, it's just as loud, right? All right. All right. You, let me go over the noise again with you, but you didn't affect it. The strut made no difference whatsoever. Right. It's still there. I'd like you to take another look. Like I said, there's the left front, left front, driver's side front tie rod end that's that's moving. The lower ball joint's moving, and the upper strut's moving. That's the only thing that's moving in that left side. Okay. Nothing else is moving. Yeah. So, oh, it has it has some lower control arm bushings, but frankly, those would make a noise over any kind of bump. And you specifically said you have to be steering right to make it happen. Yeah, it's only right, so, and only a hard right. Okay. Only over bumps. Okay, so that's it. It's going to be the outer tie rod end. It's going to be the lower ball joint, or it's going to be the upper mount. All right. Okay, thanks, Mark. Good luck to you. You betcha. So again, it's it's symptom analysis. That's what I'm kind of good at. It's symptom analysis. Oh, another thing I I'll tell you, Rich, that maybe when you know it's going to happen in the morning, and you know that you can make it happen in the morning. Maybe you open up the hood and you wet that upper strut mount area. It's a big black plastic thing about the size of a small dinner plate. And then maybe take your garden hose and spray it up underneath the fender well into that shock absorber and then go do it. And if you find that you water the heck out of that top mount from the top and the bottom and the noise goes away every time, that kind of helps them uh, diagnose it. So we, we do crazy stuff to help you diagnose it. But but I can tell you this. It's nothing to be afraid of. Um, it's probably not going to hurt you or hurt, you hurt your family. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. We've got five lines open. We'll be right back. You have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Auto was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004... They won that award. Check them out at the BBB online. They're proud of their A-plus rating. They have ASC certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Auto offers a precursory inspection, the same as some charge $49 for. They offer a two-year, 24,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have two Thunderbird Autos to choose from. One at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria, just west of the 101. And one at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise. That's just south of Grand Avenue. For more information, see ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Visit them at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria and at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise, just south of Grand Avenue. ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. 
Did you know Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons Tom and Paul operate Rain Tree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating, and they're also recommended by GarageFly. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates, and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint, and it's waterborne paint, so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. Homeowners, there's never been a better time to try Kinetico's water twin tank non-electric home water treatment systems. For a limited time, they're offering a free 30-day trial. They'll even waive installation fees on pre-plumbed homes, making it zero out-of-pocket cost for you and no obligation. Kinetico protects your plumbing, appliances, and fixtures. It removes chlorine that makes your skin dry and itchy and fades your laundry. You can have great drinking water at the tap instead of messing with bottles. You'll enjoy that their system is water pressure powered, low maintenance, and super efficient. So operating costs are cheaper than a traditional water softener. You can rest easy knowing Kinetico has been in business since 1970, has an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, and no complaints with the Register of Contractors. Why wouldn't you try Kinetico? Call today, 602-904-5800, or visit KineticoAZ.com. That's 602-904-5800. Maricopa Water is the exclusive authorized independent Kinetico dealer for Phoenix and Tucson. This is the sound of salmonella gyrating on your undercooked chicken. And it looks like mom might be taking it out a little early. Don't let salmonella get funky with your chicken. On average, one in six Americans will get a foodborne illness this year. So use a thermometer to cook each type of meat to the right temperature. Keep your family safe at foodsafety.gov. Brought to you by the USDA, HHS, and the Ad Council. If you're looking for the latest videos, audio, and articles from the top political minds from around the country, like Jonah Goldberg, Thomas Sowell, Michelle Malkin, and many more, then The Patriot has you covered. Just log on to 960thepatriot.com today. Looking to see what's up next on The Hugh Hewitt Show? Like 960 The Patriot on Facebook for daily show updates. 960 The Patriot, where truth matters. Welcome back, everybody. 34 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. IMM Auto Service is an auto repair shop in northeast Tempe. It's just east of ASU. It's been around for a very long time, since 1983, and David is the one that runs it and owns it. And they work on specific cars. They work on all kinds of cars, but they work on specifically, and they specialize in Swedish, Italian, and Asian vehicles. So Volvo, Saab, Fiat, and Alfa Romeo are the cars that they love, and few shops say the same thing. You see, when it comes to the Volvo, the Saab, the Fiat, and the Alfa Romeo, you have to have specific tools to do a lot of the work on those major work. You also have to have a knowledge of that car, a deep knowledge of that car. And if you don't, then what you end up doing is is changing lots of parts at the customer's expense, and we call that guessing. 
but IMM doesn't have to guess on your Swedish vehicles, your Saab, your Fiat, your Alfa Romeo. But they also do Asians and all imports. But they really specialize in those cars that make everybody else kind of shiver when you call and ask for an appointment. So anybody can do an oil change, but IMM is really the best when it comes to tracking down a drivability problem on a Volvo, Saab, Fiat, or Alfa Romeo. IMM Auto Service, northeast corner of Tempe. It's just south of the 202, just west of the 101, right where they both meet. Okay, 602-508-0960. The lines are wide open, so if you have a question or call, now's the time to call in. We'll get you as quickly as we can. I'm going to tell you about this. A policeman friend of mine calls me, and he says, I have a an old vehicle, and I put an alternator in, then I put a second alternator in, and then I think he said he put a third alternator in, then he took it and put a regulator in it, and then he put another regulator in it, and he has two symptoms. Number one, uh, you know, he charges the battery, but the battery ends up being dead some short time later. And number two, intermittently, the alternator light comes on. So somebody tells him to take it to a particular shop that specializes in electrical, and they tell him that they had to clock the alternator to fix it. But in reality, that didn't fix it. And what clocking the alternator means is the alternator is made in the front half and the back half. And when you take the alternator off, maybe the, all the electrical connections are at the 12 o'clock position. And when you buy an alternator, sometimes those connections are at the 6 o'clock position. So you have to take the alternator apart and, and bring those electrical connections from 6 o'clock at the back of the alternator to 12 o'clock. It's a risky thing to do because you, there is a 50-50 chance you're going to bust one of the brushes taking it apart if you don't know what you're doing. So they said they clocked it, charged him, I don't know, 100 bucks, sent him on his way. The light came on. The car is dead later. Then he takes it back, and they say, well, we want to put a Ford regulator on your Toyota. And he calls me, and I say, that's a bad idea. <laughs> I don't care who you are. That's a bad idea. And I said to him, the problem you've got here is, is you're trying to fix this car based on you know, asking a lot of people that don't have a clue. You're on the Internet. You're, you're talking to your friends, you're talking to your neighbors, you're talking to other guys. What Everybody's trying to work on it based on your symptoms, and they're starting at the end of the, the road and trying to work backwards where really good shops start at the beginning of the problem and work forward. So it's kind of like, do you start at the back end of the horse or the front end of the horse? If the horse is having a problem, you can certainly identify the problem by the what comes out of the back end, if you get what I mean. <laughs> so if that's the case, then you want to determine what the heck's going in on the front end to cause the back end to be bad. Well, you don't go back there to the back end of the horse and figure out <laughs> why he doesn't have nice road apples and it looks like green slime coming out of the back end. You know what I mean? So anyway... I sent him to Harker's because he lives right around the corner to Harker's, and I know Harker's can fix it. But I'll bet you I know what it is. First of all, he went to an auto parts store where the three kiss the the three whiskered kid works. He never got the right alternator at the very beginning. So everybody's dancing around the fact that he's put three alternators and two regulators in it. But in reality, someone needs to go in and identify specifically that year make and model what alternator that thing takes and puts it in there and chances are that will fix it. I did have him check there's a fuse for the regulator on this Toyota and he checked it and said it was right though I'd check it as well if it were my job. So the idea is is that uh, you're not going to fix your car. Folks I, I get sent 
to the to the blogs all the time with people saying this guy said he can fix my car doing it this way. You're willing to spend hundreds of dollars on someone who lives in Cleveland who tells you they can fix your car and they tell you what parts and what labor and you've never met this person, you don't know what their credentials are, but you're willing to spend hundreds of dollars on it's not a diagnosis, it's a guess. And I see that as just craziness, just absolute craziness. It's not necessarily bad to go look at the Internet because every once in a while someone will tell me they fixed a car based on the information of the Internet. As a matter of fact, a lady unlocked her radio the other day based on a YouTube on the Internet. That's success. That's 1% of the time. The other 99% of the time, somebody's spending money based on somebody's guest that they've never met and who lives in some other world. So, 602-508-0960, We'll be right back. Mike Gallagher warns other GOP candidates not to engage Donald Trump. Why in the world the other candidates feel a need to, to respond angrily? Listen, if you want to roll around in the sandbox with Donald Trump, you're going to get dirt all over yourself. And I don't say that as a put-down to Donald Trump. The Mike Gallagher Show, weekday mornings at 6, right before Dennis Prager at 9, on Intelligent Talk 960, The Patriot. Hi, I'm Dan Davis, and I want to introduce you to Bob Jones and my friends at Quality Transmission Service. A lot of people are hanging on to their cars to save money, but driving an older car means you'll eventually need repairs. If it's a bad transmission, you could be left stranded, and that's a pretty helpless feeling. But help is a phone call away. Quality Transmission is family-owned and operated and has been serving the Valley since 1977. Bob is all about quality, and he's been doing the right thing his entire life. Eagle Scout, two tours of Vietnam, and the very first winner of the Better Business Bureau's Ethics Award. At Quality Transmission Service, every overhauled transmission comes with a two-year, 24,000-mile nationwide warranty. Quality Transmission is AAA approved, rated A-plus by the Better Business Bureau, and is a charter member of Mark Salem's Best Auto Repair Shops in Phoenix. So for all your automotive transmission needs, call Quality Transmission Service. Quality Transmission Service, getting you back on the road. Hello, I'm Greg May, the proud owner of Phoenix Body Works. I started in 1982 and still love fixing mangled vehicles. I'm proud that for 32 years, my staff has been able to provide the finest collision repair service in the Valley. Industry standards tell us how to fix your car, and we don't fudge that. Leave your worry and stress to us. It's what we do. When you have an accident, remember, the law states that you have the right to choose your collision repair shop. All our estimators and technicians are our car certified. We have all the necessary state-of-the-art equipment to fix your vehicle right. We welcome you to visit Phoenix Body Works anytime, even if you just need a bottle of water, a cup of coffee, a snack, or to use our Wi-Fi. Phoenix Body Works offers free shuttle service, or if you need a rental car, don't sweat it. Enterprise is right next door. At phxbodyworks.com, I will explain the entire collision repair process to you in two minutes. My name is Greg May, and I wrote this message. I'll pick you up after school. Okay, I got it. It's easy to take a day for granted. You and your family are connected by routine, and you stick to it. But what if a disaster strikes without warning? What if life as you know it has completely turned on its head? 
What if your day's routine is disrupted and you can't reach your family? Have you planned for that? Before a disaster turns your family's world upside down, it's up to you to be ready. Get a kit. Make a plan. Be informed. Today. Learn how at www.ready.gov. Ready.gov. This message brought to you by the Federal Emergency Management Agency and the Ad Council. Check out the Seth Liebson Show podcast page at 960thepatriot.com, where you can replay every minute of every show. The Seth Liebson Show, where it's principles, not politics. Weekdays from 9 to 11 p.m. on Intelligent Talk 960 The Patriot. Got an iPhone, BlackBerry, or smartphone? Download the Patriot app for your phone. Just go to your app store or log on to 960thepatriot.com today. 960 The Patriot. Welcome back, everybody. Good morning to you. I hope your Saturday morning and your weekend is going to be a good one and you're not going to spend most of your time cleaning up leaves or broken branches or maybe your granite front yard is washed out into the street and you're out there shoveling it back in your front yard. Hopefully that's not you. But let me tell you about Thompson's Auto Repair since 1970 in Mesa. Thompson's Auto Repair has been providing expert auto and light truck repair maintenance services and diagnostic services to customers in the Mesa area. Their ASE certified technicians are there to provide you with the highest possible level of automotive service and they follow up with friendly reminders that let you know when they think your vehicle is due for service. It's never been easier or more convenient to keep your vehicle in tip-top shape and Thompson's is located at Main Street just east of Stapley and Brian says that he'll tow you uh, anywhere from anywhere in Mesa to anywhere in Mesa, even if you want to go to another shop, it's okay. It's $35, and the first three miles or f- three or five miles, I don't remember, is free. And then after that, I think it's three fifty a mile. But if you're within five miles of where you want to go, he'll pick your car up and take it there and drop it off. But that's in Mesa to Mesa. So you have to be within the city limits of Mesa. And Brian says, I'll take care of you. And he says, if you tow it to our place and your bill is $150 or more, and it doesn't include tires or batteries, because we don't make a bunch of money on that, then he'll waive your tow bill altogether. So that's Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing, and they're on Main Street just east of Stapley. All right, I have, uh, let me talk to you about the duplication of labor and and the, the two portions of the repair bill that you're likely to experience, the diagnostic part and then the repair part. And that's kind of an important consideration because there's lots of folks that have questions about that, and I understand that. Let me read you something. Uh, This will actually appear in the Arizona Republic. Uh, And the gentleman writes in, My daughter rolled down the window, the passenger window, on my uh, Toyota Sienna, and now it won't go up. I checked to make sure that the driver master door lock switch wasn't on, because there's a lock switch there, and people forget that sometimes. Any insight on a quick diagnosis, and John is his name. So I write back, first make sure both front doors will not control that window. So we're going to use the master switch on the driver's door and then the remote switch on the passenger doors. So let's make sure that the window's not moving. Then I have to pop out the master switch on the driver's door. So I'm going to remove the master switch. I'm going to get underneath it. I'm going to get a wiring diagram, and I'm going to see what color the wires are that makes that window go up. It'll be like the orange and the green one. I'm going to jump those two wires, and if the window closes, then the switch is bad. If nothing happens, then I have to take the door panel off. 
the passenger side door. Now, I've got a problem in that door, and I have to take the panel off to see what's going on and to give you an estimate. The wires to that window motor may be pinched, may be broken, maybe a rat ate them in half, or maybe the window went up and down and, the, and it snagged the harness and it unplugged the motor. Or maybe the window motor is bad or the window regulator, which the motor drives the regulator and the regulator moves your glass up and down. So most shops will tell you this repair is no less than $150 and can be well over five to $700 if everything inside the door is wadded up and depending on the make of your car. It's no secret that the German cars like BMW and Audi and Mercedes are going to cost you a whole lot more for parts. It's no secret than a Chevy Ford, you know, Honda, Toyota even for that matter. Most shops are going to charge for a window problem. They're going to charge a diagnostic fee of $75 to $125 to identify and bid the repair. Now, here's where the problem lies. On the diagnostic money, you paid to have the door panel removed and reinstalled. Okay? When they look up the window motor, this is what the labor manual is going to say. It's going to say that it's 1.9 hours to replace the window motor in the passenger door. Let's say two hours so my math is easy. So the shop's $100 an hour, so that's $200. Here's the problem. The labor book says that that $200 worth of labor is to take the door panel off and put it on. And actually, it goes like this. Take the door panel off, replace the motor, check everything, clean everything, lube everything, then put the door panel back on. Well, here's the problem, folks. In the diagnostic process, you already paid for that, to take the panel off, to get the diagnosis, to get the estimate. So they have to take that away from that two hours or that $200 on the window motor. Sometimes they do and sometimes they don't. But what that's called is a duplication of labor. So if I'm going to do your timing belt on your Toyota or your Honda, um, I almost always have to take the upper hose off to get that done. The upper coolant hose, the upper radiator hose, I have to take that hose off to, to change your timing belt on your Honda or your Toyota. So as I do that, if I'm going to put a new hose on there, you've already paid me to take the hose off and put it back on. So if I call you and say, hey, Robert, or hey, Jeremy, you need a hose, you say, yeah, go ahead. How much is it? I say well, the hose is $17, but the labor's for free because the timing belt labor paid me to take the upper radiator hose off and put it back on. So now all you're going to have to do is pay for the part because it doesn't really make any difference if I put the old hose on or the new hose on. It's the same labor. So how do you discuss the duplication of labor with your shop? You just simply ask that. Have you reviewed my bill and made sure that I haven't paid for duplication of labor between the diagnostic portion and the repair portion? That's it. That's all you have to do. Most of the time, staff knows what you're talking about. And most of the time, they can go and say, oh, Mr. Salem, yes, you're right. Thank you for bringing that up. However, the window motor pays $200 to take the motor out and put a new motor in and because that's two hours and because we already pulled the door panel off and put it on then we're only going to charge you half that amount so there was a hundred dollars to take the door panel on and off on the diagnostic 
and then I just charged you now $100 to take the motor out of the cavity that I've already uncovered with this other money. So the first 100 pays for the diagnostic, take the door panel off and on. The second number pays to replace the window motor. There's that third $100 that's out there that's really a duplication of labor. So you don't want to pay that and hopefully your shop treats you appropriate like that. 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. Emails, if you want to send me an email, the easiest thing to do is just go to MarkSalem.com, and uh, you can click and send me an email from our form there. I'd like you very much to look at the FAQs, because the FAQs, I started making FAQs, frequently asked questions, probably back in 1990. And I massage those on a regular basis and update them and up upgrade them and talk about different newer ideas and stuff like that. So there's like 60 of them there, and it's an easy way to just look through the index and see if you see anything. Um, I'll tell you, just just today, um, I'm up at the ranch, and today I stopped at Circle K to get a cup of coffee because I was out garage sale on this morning at 6.30. And, and uh, there's a whole bunch of kids standing around a truck uh, that's uh, on the uh, full-service island, or the self-service island, the gas aisles at the Circle K. So the, this other gentleman pulled up, and he says, I'll, I'll jump your, your car for you. And, and, and so I walked over there just to offer a little bit of expertise and to make sure that we didn't blow up the battery in the kid's face. That's what I really went for. So I said to him, just turn your headlights on and leave them on. And so when the gentleman pulled up to jumpstart him, he goes, why do you have the headlights on? And I said, well, if the headlights go out and stay out, then it's a bad battery connection, and your jumpstart's not going to help him at all. So by turning the headlights on, I can kind of monitor the voltage in the system. And uh, notice how they're white and bright, so I'm wondering even if he does need a jumpstart. So he put his jumper cables on, and as soon as he hit the uh the young man hit the key to start it. The headlights went out to nothing, but they popped right back on. And I said, it looks like he has a bad battery, but I, if you just kind of let your truck fast idle for about three or four minutes, we'll get this thing running, and we did. So he said, tell me that again. Why did you have the headlights on? And I said, well, how many times have you hooked up your jumper cables to another car and nothing happened on the other car? Well, you're hooking your jumper cables up to the, the cables on the battery of the dead car, but there's a bad connection there. So you're not actually feeding the battery at all because you don't know there's a bad connection. But if you turn the headlights on, that kind of just tells you if the headlights are white and bright that, in fact, the battery connection on the dead car is a good one. He goes, oh, I understand, I understand. He said, so that kind of gives you, that's kind of a, a, a voltmeter is what he said. And I thought, that's really good. That, and you're right. Because when you turn on the headlights and they're yellow and they hardly shine, that's a 6, 7 volt reading. If they're kind of yellow but a little bit white, then that's a 9 or 10 volt reading. But if they're 12 or 13 volts, that's a white and bright headlight. Now, FAQ 28 at our website actually talks about how to diagnose when your car doesn't start, how to diagnose whether it's the starter, the regulator, the battery, or bad battery connections by watching what the headlights do. For instance, if the battery is bad, the headlights will be white and bright, and when you try to start it, they'll go out to nothing. They'll go dark, and then they'll come back on slowly. And they might get to white and bright, but chances are they won't. 
So the fact that the battery go, goes all the way down to zero and then comes back up slowly tells you that the battery is probably bad. But it also could tell you that you have a bad connection. So you wet your fingers, touch the two connections, and if one of them is real hot, then that's your bad connection. You need to work on that, clean it up. What about if you hit the key and the headlights don't dim at all and you know you're in park? Well, if you hit the key and the headlights don't dim at all, that tells you that the starter's not drawing any amperage. That tells you the starting circuit hasn't been activated. You don't hear a click. You see nothing. You hit the key and nothing happens. That's when you take the shifter and bang it from neutral to to park kind of hard a couple of times to see if it'll start because almost always the neutral safety switch is keeping the car from starting, the engine from starting. The third thing is is when the battery goes out and then comes back on fast and you hear a click, that tells you that the starter's locked up or the engine's locked up because the battery starts white and bright, the headlights start white and bright, and as soon as you hit the key to start it, they go completely out, but the second you leave the key up, boom, they go white and bright again. That means the starter is drawing an excessive amount of power, and maybe the motor's locked up or the starter's locked up. And then sometimes you just have a little click, and that's all you get. Well, if the headlights just barely dim, just barely, and you hit the key, and you've got your headlights pointed at the uh, wall in your garage, let's say. So you turn on the key, and you pull the headlights on. They're white and bright. You hit the key. They just dim a little bit on the click. That tells you the solenoid is being activated because you can hear the click. But it also tells you that the solenoid's not doing its job by sending power to the starter because the click is all you have. <laughs> and so anyway, it's a long process, and I, you can print it out, but FAQ 28 helps you diagnose your car or at least gives your shop some symptoms that you can determine, you can gather yourself. So MarkSalem.com is where you can find me. You can leave me a question. You can ask me anything you want. And if I find it offensive, I won't answer you back <laughs> or I'll let you tease me. I don't care. Anyway, we've got another hour, so when we come back, we're going to take more calls. Now's the time to get on the phone if you'd like. And the phone number's easy. It's, excuse me, 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. Jeremy is the guy that's flying the plane. He's the one that'll answer the phone. He'll get you on the line, and then when we come back in about four minutes, then we'll take your call, whoever's first and whoever's second and whoever's third in that kind of a, a sense. So the phone number, the lines are wide open. We have five of them, 602-508-0960. And if you're outside the Phoenix metropolitan area and you're happening to listen to our show in a variety of other cities that uh, I hear about a lot, then we have a toll-free number for you. And we'll take your call first, 888-960-9696, because our call letters are the Patriot KKNT 960. So again, that 888 number is 960-9696, and Jeremy answers that one as well. He's not snoring in my headphones, so I know that he's awake and doing a good job, but he always does a good job for me. That's why the show sounds so good. It's because of Jeremy, not because of Mark. Because <laughs> of Jeremy. Anyway, again, that phone number is 602 508 I'm Mark Salem. We're going to take a break, and we'll be back in just a minute. 
Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.